This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Man, it is awfully nice to be coming on the air after a double dip of Monday Night Action. And the NFL would never, ever do this, but I kind of wish we had a double dip of Monday night every single week, and they did away with Thursday Night Football, just from a quality of play standpoint. But the league is never going to go in that direction. We're only going to get this double dip on Monday night, first you know week of the year, and then we go from there. So... We obviously kick it off with the New York football Giants who played their first game in the Joe Judge era against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And it's amazing how scores sometimes can be incredibly misleading. Because if you didn't watch a minute of the Jet game, and you didn't watch a minute of the Giant game, and you're just, you know, reading off a sheet of paper, you may be uh, looking at a box score online or in a newspaper or whatnot, and you see 10-point losses for each, you would maybe think, okay, both the Jets and the Giants played comparable games. Not sliced. And this is where I'm going to commend the Giants. And listen... I know they're in a state in which I've said it multiple times, and I'm sure plenty of Giant fans have heard multiple times, that you're sick and tired of losing, and you're sick and tired of the acceptance of losing. I'm just being real. I don't like the chances going into this game. So this is not some instance where I'm like, wow, they really had this game. This was there for the taking. There are a couple of plays we're going to get to, but they lost to a better team on Monday night. And once Ben Roethlisberger got cooking... After he was very, very rusty in that first quarter, Ben Roethlisberger looked like Ben Roethlisberger. And the happiest guy on the planet, might I add, to see Big Ben back in action for the Steelers is Juju Smith-Schuster, who was a non-factor a year ago and sure enough scores two touchdowns against that Giants secondary. But I'm going to commend the Giants for the way that they looked. I thought they competed on Monday night. I thought their game plan, especially offensively, was well executed. But there was one pivotal turning point. Well, really, two pivotal turning points. One at the end of the first half, and then the other, which is the one you're going to hear about over and over again in the second half of this game. Well, at the end of the first half, this is a tight game. Giants have a 10-9 lead. You're inside the final two minutes, 
And that is when Ben Roethlisberger finally started to get cooking against the Giant defense. And I'll commend Bradbury, who I thought some, made some really good plays in the secondary, and it felt like he was all over the field. I thought Blake Martinez, all in all, had a good first game in a Giant uniform. And look, I've been very harsh on Leonard Williams. The trade, the rationale, why you'd bring him in. Leonard Williams had a good game. So I give credit where credit is due. That said, the Giant defense allowed the Steelers to go eight plays for 78 yards and score a touchdown in basically a minute and 25 seconds where it was way too easy. And that's where Smith-Schuster got going. That's where Ben Roethlisberger got going. And instead of going into the locker room feeling good about yourself, having a lead, or maybe it's only a two-point game if you allow the Steelers to you know, settle for a field goal and whatnot, you're down 16 to 10. But you get the stop right out of the gate, kicking off the third quarter, and this is where you get to... Daniel Jones, and this is where you get to the drive that in many ways defined this game for better or worse. Because over the course of the 19-play, 87-yard drive that basically took up nine minutes of the third quarter, Daniel Jones and the Giant offense looked terrific. And mind you, that's coming against a really good steal of defense where you had Daniel Jones making plays. Daniel Jones showing you some good pocket presence. Converting on a fourth down. Throwing across his body. Showing you that sort of creativity. A lot of positives. A lot of good things. Encouraging things to see from a second-year quarterback. But with all of those positive vibes being built up, Daniel Jones made a mistake that you simply cannot make. Inside the five-yard line. You have a second and three from the Pittsburgh four. And I know some of you are going to make the argument that Daniel Jones was trying to throw that football away. But you can't even put it into doubt, okay? That ball either needs to be airmailed into the first couple of rows of the stands, or you tuck it home, take the sack, and live to die another day. The one thing you cannot do there in that situation is go and throw a pick. Dupree hits him, Hayward snags it, and you just knew right then and there. To have that drive, 19 plays, 87 yards, to come away with nada, that's killer. And the Giants also had another killer if you go back to the first series of the game when the Steelers muffed the punt, and you have first and goal at the three-yard line, and you don't score. And I'm okay with the Giants' fourth and goal at the two-yard line kicking a field goal. And I'm normally all for the idea of going for it. You get a gift turnover. You're not on the one-yard line. You got to come away with something there. To me, the Giants had to come away with something there. So I'm not going to kill Joe Judge. I'm not going to get on the Giants for kicking a field goal, making it 3 nothing right out of the gate. The turnovers for Daniel Jones, not from a fumbling standpoint, costly. Those are the sort of mistakes you hope over time. He's going to learn. He's going to grow. He's going to get better. But I saw a lot of positives. Thrown on the run, he clearly has a connection with Darius Slayton, who, for my money, is the best 
wide receiver on this team. He was making plays in a passing game left and right, and it makes up for the fact that you know you got a guy like Evan Ingram who's getting punked at the line of scrimmage. And I know Evan Ingram, we hear about him year after year after year. Wake me up when he plays 16 games. Wake me up when he has an impact over the course of a year, week after week after week. I am not Evan Ingram fan. I'm just not. But I can't get enough of Darius Slayton. The Giants against, I think, a perennial contender in the AFC. Held their own for two and a half quarters. They still got a whole lot of work to do as a franchise. They got to grow. They got to get better. They got to learn how to win. But I mentioned this early season schedule and how tough it's going to be. There are going to be some growing pains these first couple weeks. I do expect this to be a much different looking and flat out a much better team by the time we hit the second half of the year. One of those games that could have changed on a couple of plays, but when you're going up against a good team, you got to make all those plays. You can't have a nine-minute drive, come away with zilch, and throw an interception on the four-yard line. Can't have it. You can't get a gift inside the four-yard line and come away with a field goal. It's the right call to kick it, but you got to be better in those three plays. Work to do for the New York Giants. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 